Jaylin here from Team Brilliant, and you're listening to the Brilliant Perspectives podcast. More people than ever are discovering the true freedom and joy that comes from journeying with God. And on this show, we're exploring some of the more radiant and lesser known perspectives of the kingdom of God and the Christian faith. On today's episode, we're starting this new year with the truth that we're now fully alive to Christ. Colossians 3 says, Since then you've been raised with Christ. Set your hearts on things above where Christ is, seated at the right hand of God. Set your minds on things above, not on earthly things, for you died and your life is now hidden with Christ in God. Being alive to Christ is one of the greatest joys of the kingdom. Our placement in Him means that we're fully free to receive His love and walk in all His ways. Let's hand it over to Graham Cook as he shares more about this good news of the gospel. God gives us permission to step into his perception and into his mindset about our old man so that he can create a lifestyle focused on who we are in Jesus where we get to consider ourselves that I am who God says I am. I am a new person in Christ. I am a new creation in Christ. All the old things have passed away. Everything has become new and all those things are from God. So when he says, consider yourself dead to sin, what he means is think carefully about what God has done, about who you are in relation to what God has done, and believe it to be true. I think the question before us all the time is this. Do you believe what God believes about you? Do you believe what God believes about you? So to understand that amazing permission, consider yourself dead to sin. We must agree with God and how he sees us. So what are the consequences for God about this whole thing? So what God has done, what are the consequences for him? How does God interact with those scriptures regarding the spirit of truth in word and in action It's really important that we understand that he is not double-minded about who we are. And he knows that you're dead because he watched you die. He took everything that was against you and he loaded it onto Jesus. And when Christ died, you died. So Romans 6.10 says that he has dealt with sin once for all. That means he's not dealing with it again. So that means that God is not dealing with sin in your life. So the issue becomes, in the light of God giving us permission, consider yourself to be dead. What if then, where you're concerned, God is not sin conscious? So if he's not sin conscious, what is he doing? What's he seeing? What's he thinking about? What if God is not dealing with sin? He's dealing with righteousness. What if he's not focused on sin, he's focused on your holiness? Because now you're dead to all that sin, so now you're free to become righteous. And now he's giving you a Holy Spirit to teach you how to be holy, 
to teach you how to live in right relationship with God. And the only thing that the Holy Spirit is focused on is the new man in Jesus. Because the body of sin has been done away with, Romans 6, 6. The question then becomes, does the Father trust the sacrifice of Jesus? That means when the Father looks at you, he can't see anything wrong with you. Because everything that was wrong about you was put onto Jesus on the cross and he took it into hell and dumped it there. So everything that was wrong about you, everything that was said or written, anything about you, all your negativity, not just your sin, but negative thinking, negative emotions, sarcasm, you know, pessimism, all of that stuff, all of that died in Jesus. So if all of that is dead and the body of sin is done away with, what is God looking at when he sees you? If he put you into Christ, it means the only thing he looks at when he sees you, he looks at who you are in Jesus and who you are becoming. It's a stunning paradox. A paradox is two apparently opposing ideas contained in the same truth. So you have to die to live. You have to be last to be first. You have to give to receive. The church is a building and a body. Can't get more paradoxical than that. A building is rigid, unmovable, but a body is fluid and constantly changing. So how can you be both at the same time? All of spirituality is paradoxical. And the paradox is that you are dead to yourself and you're learning how to be alive fully in the Lord Jesus. So we, you cannot become a new person by changing your behavior. You discover the person you already are in Christ and you behave accordingly, right? Because if this whole thing, if all that we're doing is about behavior modification, Jesus needn't have died. But God doesn't want to change you. He wants to transform you. And the way he does that, he says, listen, everything that was wrong about you, we have done away with. And now here you are, you are this brand new person in Jesus. And we're going to teach you how to be that person. So when, I, when the Father looks at you, he doesn't see anything wrong with you. He just sees what's missing from your current experience of him. And he is committed to giving you that encounter. So when the Holy Spirit puts his finger on a part of your life that's not working properly, he's pointing to the site of your next miracle. He's pointing to the site of your next upgrade. There's no blame, there's no shame, there's no condemnation. He just comes along and says, so let's deal with that one next. Boy, have I got something for you in that area. And he comes with a gift because he doesn't want you working on that area since it's dead. So he needs to take out that piece and put in the new piece. Yeah? So he's not asking you to work on anything. In fact, if you read, let me read you something else from this stunning book called the Bible. Listen to this in Ephesians 4, verse 20. But you didn't learn Christ in that way. 
If indeed you have heard him and have been taught in him, just as truth is in Jesus, that in reference to your former manner of life, you lay aside the old self, which is being corrupted in accordance with the lust of deceit, that you be renewed in the spirit of your mind, and that you put on the new self, which in the likeness of God has been created in righteousness and holiness of the truth. So nowhere does God tell you that you have to work on your old nature. He says, lay it aside. Lay it aside. Be renewed in the spirit of your thinking. That means you have to come into a place of seeing what God is seeing and working with him. He says, no, we're not working on that. No, trust me. Focus. We're not working on that. It's dead. No, no, it really is dead. Leave it there. It's got a nice headstone, RIP, your name on it. Leave it there. It's dead. No, we're not working on it. Walk this way. Walk this way. This is the new you, the true you, the real you in Jesus. This is what we're working on. We didn't actually want to work on that, so we killed it. We want to work on this new man. We're only working on the new man. So lay aside the old and put on the new, and we'll work out your salvation. It's a little like, ladies, you have a dress. It's a classic dress when you bought it. You look great in it. And here we are, you know, 15 years later, it still looks good on you. And you look, you've always liked this dress. It's a classic dress. And then someone gives you a dress. It's a brand new design that is absolutely stunning. And when you put it on, you feel like you're 10 or 15 years younger. So now you have a dilemma. Old dress, new dress. (sighs) What do I choose? This will be a classic no-brainer, right? You're going to choose what makes you stunning. Yeah? Welcome to the gospel. Guys... You bought a car 20 years ago that was new. And you've been driving that thing around and, and now it's got old and you know, it's got dents in the body and the bodywork is nowhere near as pristine and the, the engine kind of like coughs and splutters and the inside of it smells like a shoebox and, and um, the seat is molded to your backside and the whole thing just is an embarrassment. All your neighbors want to take up a petition, you know, or just please could you just lock that in the garage overnight, you know. And then someone buys you a Ferrari. Bright red. Looks cool. This thing can go from 0 to 60 in the time it takes you to blink. And so you've, you come out of your house one day and you've got these two cars next to each other on your driveway. What do you do? Big dilemma. What are you going to drive? What are you going to do? You're going to pay someone to take that old thing away. You're going to be living on your driveway for a couple of weeks just because all your neighbors, when they drive by, they just, you stood there by the car. It's mine. It's mine. When you drive it, man, it feels great and you feel different because you're in a different vehicle 
you know? And that's what it feels like being in Jesus. Like you're in a whole brand new place. You're in a different vehicle going somewhere different. Consider yourself dead to sin. Because the Father looks all of us in the eyes and he says, look in my eyes. I am not dealing with that. I've already dealt with it. This is what we're doing. We're teaching you how to be a new person. We're not doing anything about the old. We're just teaching you how to be new because the new is the antidote to the old. You don't become a new person by changing your behavior. You discover the person you already are in Christ and you behave accordingly. When God looks at you, he doesn't see anything wrong with you because he knows he took it all out of the way. So he sees you as you really are right now. And he sees you as present and future. He sees you in Christ. He put you in Christ so that he would always have a brilliant opinion of you. He put you into Jesus so that he could love you in exactly the same way that he loves Jesus. He doesn't see anything wrong with you. He just sees what's missing right now. And he has given you the incomparable Holy Spirit to help you make the next step in your story and your journey. Consequences for God are, I don't consider your old man to be alive. I saw him die. We took everything that was against you. We put it all on Jesus. And you're dead. So I guess the question is, do you think Jesus was judged enough for sin? Well, you like hedging your bets right now? Do you think Jesus was judged enough for sin? Because here's the issue. If he has not been judged enough for sin, not a person in this room can be saved. Unless all judgment was put upon Jesus, we can never be free and we can never be fully saved. He was in anguish of soul. He was separated from the Father for the first time ever. So we would never have to be separated. And now nothing can separate us from the love of God because we are in Christ. So here's the thing. We're in Christ learning to be Christ-like and having a wonderful time. Hey friends, if you've been enjoying the podcast, be sure to leave a rating and a review to help us introduce brand new people to the brilliant community. As always, thanks for listening and we'll see you here next time.